Hello everyone, this is Kyle Galaz with Poor to Pro Car Sales Training. Become a sales titan. So proud of you guys listening in. It's neat seeing my views go up on, or my listens go up on my other podcasts. Uh, the first four that just went out. Uh, the last one, How to Sell a Car Every Day, that's episode four. That has surpassed all the other uh, three podcasts. So thank you for your support. Tells me that there's more listeners out there. And kudos to you for finding uh, my podcast because you're going to get some training at your dealership, but for the most part, when you go to work, you're trying to get with customers. Kudos to you for taking some time to learn um, valuable lessons about the car business because this is how you become a hundred thousand a year car salesman by never by never stop learning. We're always students of the game. The day you decide you're done learning is the day you're going to freeze at whatever average you're at, and then you start to deteriorate. We're always learning. We're always trying to get better. So I got to give a shout out to Reddit user Milkman Malone uh, for this episode five. He says uh, he has a a great time when the customers are in front of him in the showroom. He can sell just fine. It's getting the customers in that he has a hard time with. So episode five is going to be titled How to Get a Customer in the Showroom. We're going to be talking about people that are putting in internet leads. They're calling into the dealership, inbound phone calls. We're going to be talking about cold calls, referrals, people that are messaging you on Facebook, people that are outside when you're outside prospecting, people that are asking about vehicles and you're caught off your guard because you're in the grocery store, and then people that may have left the dealership, a previous up, okay? So we're going to break it down and we're going to go category to category. So first, let's talk about probably the most common one is the internet lead. Your goal in the internet lead is to make contact as fast as possible because I need you to assume that that customer put an internet lead with you and seven other dealerships. It's just a fact. They didn't just inquire on your dealership website and then close their browser and say, okay, now we wait, Johnny. Nope. They're putting in, inter they're inter they're putting in internet leads everywhere because they need a car. It's our job to be the first person to reach them. So when you get an internet lead and your phone pings or your boss says, hey, you got an internet lead, you immediately get in there as fast as possible and you get that call. You need to keep it under 15 minutes. That's the time where they're still at their computer, right? Imagine putting in a lead on a, a hat or a pair of shoes or whatever. And all of a sudden a phone rings and it's the company that you inquired about. That'd be quite impressive. So you need to be impressive. Okay, so... Get to that internet lead as fast as possible. And the reason why they're inquiring online is because that customer may be afraid to come into a dealership or they're like me and you. They're at work all the time and when they get off, they're beat tired. They still got to make dinner and do laundry. They got to pick up the kids. They don't have time to go dealership to dealership. So they do it online at their lunch break or after work late. So we need to be very informative with these people that are inquiring on, online, but we have to sell the appointment, not the car. So here's what I want you to do with the next internet lead. And you may already be doing this. Kudos to you if you are. You get an internet lead, you make the phone call right away. A lot of times they don't recognize the number, it goes to voicemail. So you're gonna leave a short voicemail. Don't leave some long drawn out thing because they're never gonna listen to the whole deal, their, your whole voicemail. What they're going to do is look at their phone and their phone transcribes it to text and they're going to read the first few sentences and then delete it. Okay. 
If you think they're going to listen to a 45-second voicemail, you're wrong. So you need to keep it short and sweet. Tell them who you are. Tell them what dealership you're at. And tell them that I got your inquiry on this 2015 F-150 and it's sweet. Give me a call back as soon as you can, but I'm going to text you next. Okay? So you're going to keep that voicemail very short so they actually listen to it. If they actually listen to it at all. And then right after that, on that internet lead, you're going to text them. Hey, Mike. Saw you inquired about the 2015 F-150. This is Kyle at 123 Motors. When can you come in? I'd like to show it to you. A lot of times customers want to work an entire deal over the phone or over text, which is okay to them, but it's not okay to the dealership because all they're doing is fishing for information. They're going to say things like, what's your best price? What's my trade worth? What can you get my payment to? Things like that. What's your lowest interest rate? The moment you give them those answers, if they are not what they were looking for, then then you're all done. It's over. You've lost the internet lead because um, the other dealership had a little bit better rate. The other dealership had a little bit better appraisal. And the other dealership had a, a lower price. It's always the case. You're never the lowest in town. There's always a lower dealer, right? When it comes to a customer's verbiage. So what you need to do on that is you need to set the appointment. You need to say things like, Oh man, yeah, this truck is right outside our showroom. Uh, it's a beautiful truck. When can you come in and drive it? Because my manager would like to meet you and we'll always like to show our customers around the dealership. And um, there's a really cool road I'd like to show you the uh, four-wheel drive high and low on. And of course, there's features and things like that I want you to, to see. But what you're doing is, and you can use any kind of verbiage that works for you, but you're setting the appointment. You're not trying to sell the car. And then he's going to say, well, what's your best price? You're going to, you got to, not be too harsh, but you need to say, I will get you the best price, but I need you here for that because my boss is just going to say, well, where is the guy? I, he's going to look around the showroom like, where's your guy at? So before I go in there and ask my boss what, what the best price is, I really need you to check out the truck and come in and drive it. And you need to find a way to get the guy in, whether it's via text, via phone call or email, you need to be convincing and use your salesmanship skills to sell the appointment over the phone, not the car, okay? If you try to sell the car over the phone, you're most likely going to fail. The percentage of closing it goes down dramatically. You need to sell the appointment, okay? So if you get an internet lead, here's your steps. You need to call them immediately. Don't wait around. You need to send them a text directly after that. And then at the end of that, send them the, the, the email because the email is most likely going to go to their spam. They'll never see it. So if you just send an internet lead and you call your internet lead good, yep, I sent an email, boss man, you're, you're screwed. You're not going to get that deal because they're not going to see it. Or they wait until they get home or whatever the case is. No one checks their emails like they used to. So almost email last. Call, text, email. If they've only sent you an email, because sometimes they do that, they don't put their phone number, then that's all you got to work with. Send an email, follow up a little bit later, and then move on. Okay, inbound phone call. It's going to be very similar to the internet lead, but this time they're calling in to the dealership. You're not calling out. And they're, and they're, they're going to have verbiages like this. Yeah, I was just checking to see if this uh, vehicle is still in stock. You're going to say, oh, excellent. And who am I speaking to? Oh, nice to, nice to meet you, Mike. Yeah, my name's Kyle. Oh, excellent. And just in case we get disconnected, because sometimes I'll be in the middle of telling a customer about the truck and the phone just goes, dude, what's your phone number? What's the best number to reach you at? And you're going to get that phone number. 
Okay, you need to get that stuff before you give them information. They have to give you their info before you give them all the truck info. Okay, if they're so leery about giving you their info and they don't want to give it to you, you're probably screwed from the get go. So you need to harp on um, getting their info, but not to the point where they hang up. You still want to get them, you know, the truck miles or whatever they're asking for. But your goal on that is also to get them in the in the doors. And you ask questions and build a friend over the phone. Oh, where are you from? I see your your uh, area code's a little different. Oh, you recently moved here. Oh, okay, you haven't changed your number yet? No, nah, I did the same thing. I had my same phone number for like two years. So you need to build rapport extremely fast, build a friend over the phone, and then you say, well, when can you come in? I'd like to meet you, and I want to show you around the dealership. But most importantly, I'd like you to drive the truck feel the truck and I want to take you on this road because there's a particular spot I like to test out the four-wheel high the four-wheel low if it's a sports car you say the same thing but of course not four-wheel drive you're going to say I want to take you on this particular road because it's nice and windy and find a road that is good for sports cars find a a road that's good for four-wheel drive because then you're being genuine you're not lying you're not just going to take them down the freeway and back Uh, but make give them a reason to come in meet the manager check out the, the showroom new cars in stock, give them a tour, I got a killer coffee machine, whatever it is, you need to sell the appointment, not the car over the phone, get that into your head, okay, cold calling, this one's brutal, I had to do it when when I first started in the car business, when things got slow, the manager would throw me a phone book, and he would say, start calling people and getting appointments, if you work at that type of dealership, God bless your soul, okay, Um, because cold calls are hard, so what I would do is I'd call the you know, I was new to the car business. I was 20 years old and I didn't know how to do a cold call. And this manager sure wasn't going to train me. He just wanted results. So I would call and I'd go to the phone book and it said, Joe Smith. Hello, is this Joe Smith? Yeah, this is him. Oh yeah, this is Kyle over at the Ford store in Lodi. And uh, just seeing if you're in a truck or a car. Where'd you get my number? Don't call me again. That was the customer's response. So cold calls were always brutal. So then I tried getting creative with my young mind and I would go like this I'd call Joe Smith but I would say is Mike Gardner there or whoever hello is uh is this Mike no this is Joe oh I'm looking for a Mike Gardner I think you got the wrong number oh man I must be off by one digit or something but he had me call him because I had this really really good deal on this Ford F-150 and he was like call me when this this deal comes in you know you got to make something up of course or maybe you do have a smoking deal. Uh, so then I tried that. And that actually worked because I was able to get some conversations going. I was able to make a few appointments. But it was extremely low um, uh, percentage. I mean, if I made 100 calls, I might strike a conversation with 10 people. And I might be able to get one person in. It was like a 1%, 2% ability to get an appointment. So if you work at a cold calling store, um, good luck to you. But I really don't have any... <laughs> have any tips because I'm not a telemarketer. I'm not a good cold caller. So you just got to do your very best with cold calls. If you work at that kind of dealership, um, you need to be intriguing and you need to be vibrant and you need to give them a reason why to come in. Cold calls are tough. Okay. Let's talk about referrals. So a referral would be, let's say you're playing basketball with your buddy, uh, John and John says, Hey, my buddy Bill wants a truck. He's looking for a diesel around 30 K. Here's his number. Okay, so what most car salesmen do is they write down the number, the next day they go to work, 
and they look up all the diesels they have for around 30k and they call bill hey bill this is uh kyle at one two three motors i got your number from john and i found uh about four trucks that meet your criteria looking for a diesel around 30k and this is what bill's gonna say no i'm not looking for a diesel around 30k i, was, I told john i was looking for a half ton gas around 25 oh i'm sorry so you instantly start this conversation looking like a fool and not very helpful to this bill so it's going to go south fast this is what you do with the referral phone number okay you get you get the number from john you say okay perfect and you're going to call bill hey bill this is kyle from 123 motors how are you oh i'm doing good kyle I'm not even at the dealership right now, but John, your buddy gave me your number, said you're looking for a truck. I just want to make sure I'm looking for the right truck for you before I start digging uh, deep. What exactly are you looking for? I'm looking for a half ton around 25K. Okay, are you looking for a six-seater with the front bench or a five-seater? Oh, no, it can be a five-seater with the center console. I kind of like that. Leather cloth, any particulars? You know what? I really like the loaded trucks. It just needs to be four-wheel drive. Okay, and the price range you said, around 25? Yep, okay, let me do this. Tomorrow I'm in. I'm gonna dig up everything I got. Would it be okay if I call or text you? Yep, perfect. All right, man, thank you, Bill. I'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, bye. Okay, so that's how that phone call needs to go. Call, even if you're at the dealership and you say you're not at the dealership, you're building rapport that you're a hard worker. You're not even at the dealership, but you care so much about Bill and his needs that you're gonna call him on your day off. Right after that phone call, you're going to send him a text message with your a picture of your business card. And then you're going to give him a reason why to come in. You're not going to give him your whole inventory over the phone the next time you call him. So let's say you call him the next day when you're back in the dealership. Bill, hey, this is Kyle. Remember we spoke yesterday? Oh, yeah. What what'd you find, Kyle? Okay, I got five trucks in stock. You got a pen, rent, uh, pen handy? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, let me grab one. Okay, first, write this down, 2015 F-150, 32,000 miles, Lariat, with the captain's chairs, four-wheel drive with a, with a custom bumper on it, okay, for 26,000. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, it's awesome. Okay, truck number two, right? You see where I'm going with this? This is not how to sell a, a car. You have to sell the appointment. You're hoping the guy's going to say, oh, I'll take that one. What you need to do is say, Hey, Bill, I found five trucks that meet your category. Some are higher in your price, some are lower in your price, some are at your price. Uh, but there's so much information. I just need, when can you come in? I'll get them all lined up if you need me to, or we can take a uh, stroll around the dealership. Plus, I want to have you uh, meet a few people while you're here and show you a couple cool things, kind of give you a tour. Oh, I can come in tomorrow. Okay, excellent. What time? 4.15? Sounds great. Okay, so you're selling the, the, selling the appointment over the phone, not the trucks. I hope this is helpful so far because it's not a subject that I can spend 15, 20 minutes on and you're going to be a rock star. It takes experience. But what I need you to remember from this podcast is you need to sell the appointment over the phone and you need to give them a reason why to come in. You can't just give them the price and the appraisal and the payment and the interest rate over the phone because customers on the phone are just going to take, 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 and they're going to give you nothing. Okay? So you need to say things like, Oh, those are great questions, and I'm going to get all that information from you or for you, the payment, the rate, all that good stuff. I just need you here so I can get you the best deal. Our best deals are when you're in the showroom, and I show my boss, listen, I got a guy at my desk that wants to buy a truck today if we can do this. That's what I need from you, and the customer is going to say, oh, that makes sense. 
I'll, I'll come in today at, after work. They'll make it a priority because you've left a carrot out there. They, the best deal is in the showroom. Don't be afraid to say that. Get out of your comfort zone. Tell them the best deal is in my showroom. The best rate is while you're here because I can work for you because I can say to my boss or my general sales manager, listen, I got this guy at my desk who wants to do this, this, and this. Otherwise, he's going to leave. Whether you say that or not to your boss, of course, you're not going to say that to your boss, but that gives the customer a little bit of power if they come in. Don't just do what they ask over the phone. Get them in the showroom and give them a reason why. All right. If you're posting on Facebook, congratulations, or Marketplace or Instagram, congratulations. You're probably selling more cars than your counterparts who are not. If you get a message from someone on Facebook, you need to tell them something like this because you're going to get a lot. If you post something for six or seven grand on Facebook, you're going to get 20 inquiries on it, a ton of messages on it. <clears throat> and you need to isolate the guy that is serious versus the people that are saying, I'll give you five grand for it. Would you guys do five? If you get a guy that says, hey, is that thing still in stock? Is that car still in stock? I'm interested. You need to say, oh, finally, I got someone that's serious, right? Message them back. You're going to put on a little bit of a show. I want to sell it to a guy that's really serious. I, all I've been getting is people on these messages saying, oh, I'll give you five grand, give you four grand. I need a guy like you that really needs a car that, that wants it. I want to sell it to a guy like you. That puts a little bit of invisible pressure on him to first not be like those other people that are just going to grind and throw out some stupid number that you can't even hit anyway. And it's going to get them in. When can you come in? I want to sell it to a guy like you because Facebook messenger people are harder to pin down. They're not the easiest customer. You're going to get a lot of, I'll give you five grands for that, but you need to isolate the one that is a little more serious and put him in his own category by saying something like that. Oh man, I'm glad you inquired. I've been getting a lot of people on here that are saying, oh, I'll give you five grand for it. I need to find a guy like you that really wants to buy it and needs it. So when can you come in? The B-Back Bus people, when they leave, it is tough to get them back because the B-Back Bus, we talked about in episode one, it wraps around the world a couple times. It's the longest bus in history. It has um, comfortable seats, I'm sure, because no one wants to get off of it. But if you have a customer that has left and you need to get them back, I pray that when they were there, you got their phone number because once they leave and you don't have their number, you're pretty much screwed. But you call them back and say, hey, I got some new inventory in. When can you come in so I can show you these vehicles? You got to get that bus back somehow, and it's by calling, calling, calling. You got to be uh, resilient and don't let them say, oh, I'm just looking and we found something somewhere else. You just got to keep going. You will call them until they buy or die. That's an old school one. Okay, so there's a lot of different things, categories on, you know, referrals, cold calls, inbound calls, internet leads, Facebook messages, outside prospecting. Here's one for outside prospecting I want you to practice. Let's say you're at the gym and you're wearing your dealership apparel like you learned in the other uh, podcast. And a guy says, hey, you work over at 123 Motors? And you're going to be like, yeah, I do. I'm a salesman. Oh, excellent. I'm looking for a truck. Oh, okay. A nor normal salesman are going to say, here's my card. Call me. You're almost there. You, you're almost to the, the full step. But when you give them that card... You remember what they're going to do with it. They're going to put it in their gym bag. They're going to forget about it. Then they're going to go look for it, and they're not going to be able to find it. So you didn't do everything you need to do on an outside prospect. Whether you're at a high school football game or not, this is what you have to do. Let me give you my card, but I wouldn't be doing you a service if I didn't get your uh, 
phone number and at least your first name because there's some new stuff that came in. I'd like to tell you about it tomorrow if you're looking for a truck. If he asked you where you worked and what kind of, you know, you're a salesman and do you have these trucks, he's going to be more inclined to give you his number, but you have to ask, okay? And program it in, program what he's looking for and call him the next day because uh, he's going to forget when he leaves the gym, right? He's going to go to dinner, he's going to get sleepy, he's going to and then he's going to forget where the card went. So you need to make sure you get it. I'd be doing you a disservice if I didn't get your phone number and at least your first name so I can call you with these new deals that we just got in. Okay? All right, so we've talked 20 minutes about the importance of selling the the appointment over the phone, not the car. Unless you're selling someone way out of state, it's hard to sell a car over the phone because no matter what you say, there's a better deal elsewhere. Remember this. No matter what price you give them, no matter what interest rate you give them, no matter what trade value you give them, it's better at another dealership from what the customer is going to tell you. So knowing that, don't do it. Tell them your best deals in the showroom, your best appraisals in the showroom because I got to be able to see your car to put a true value on it. And the best rates are in the showroom because then I can really check based on your credit score what the rates are going to be. But I need you here to work the best deal. When can you come in? Can you come in today? So just remember, out of this whole podcast, you need to sell the appointment, not the car over phone, text, or email. Sell the appointment. Milkman Malone, thanks for the idea on this podcast. Make sure you guys check out the other podcast. Episode 1, Turn Lookers into Buyers, Not Buyers into Lookers. Episode 2, How to Bounce Back from a Bad Car Sales Month. Episode 3, Holding Gross. And Episode 4, How to Sell a Car Every Day. Thank you for your support. If you go to the main site where I post these, it's uh, anchor.fm slash pour to pro. You can click a support button. And if you want to leave a donation, you can. You can even do like a dollar a month type donation. Whatever you guys want to do, if you want to help out, it always helps me. Because my goal is to turn you into a 100000 a year salesman out of the kindness of my heart. And because I love doing this, I love training salespeople and I love watching them succeed. I have 10 guys right now under my wing that are making over 100000 one of them's making over 200,000 this year and I have a bunch of green pea new guys that are first year in the business that are at 16,80,000 for the year. That next year 2021 my goals for them and my training and their goals are 100,000. So that's what I want for you guys too because I truly want to do this for everybody. I want the car business as a whole to rise to a uh, back to a professional status where people look at a car salesman as holy crap, you're a car salesman? That's an awesome profession. The way you, real estate agents used to be. When I used to look at a real estate agent, I thought they were like, that. that's a professional. And now you look at them dime a dozen. They're not even special anymore. They come and go so fast. Well, that's kind of how the car business was and is. But my goal is to raise it back to the level of, wow, you're a car salesman. And remember, you're a professional. You are worth 100000 a year. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Tomorrow, go into work and and tell your boss, tell your co-pilots that co-partners that I'm going to make a hundred grand or more next year. See who laughs and see who supports you. The people that laugh, stay away from them. They're not your supporters. People that say, "Heck yeah, let's rock and roll." Those are the guys that you want to be around at your dealership. Do that every day. Tell yourself you're worth it because you are. You are worth a hundred k or more a year. This is Kyle Gloss signing off. Become a sales titan.